Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Lauren Foster, who is a dream builder coach and the founder of Be Happy First. Lauren is on a mission to help women create lives that feel empowered, free, and abundant. In today's episode, Lauren shares with us how she was able to go from bankrupt and homeless to living a life full of abundance. We talk about the mindset shifts she had to make in order to be able to start to manifest her dreams. She clears up a lot of misconceptions about the law of attraction and how you can start to step into your power as a co-creator of the universe. We talk about some of the signs that you are either in or out of alignment, as well as tips for getting back into alignment. Lauren shares with us what her daily rituals are that she uses to stay connected with her vision and her highest self. This is a powerful episode for anyone who has a vision and is ready to start manifesting their dreams. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, share it on your Instagram stories or send them the link to listen to it right now. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Lauren. Welcome to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and I'm a business mindset coach, public speaker, world record holder, power lifter, and self-love advocate. I believe that there is so much power in owning and sharing our story, which is why on this podcast, I interview other powerful women about the challenges that they have overcome to be where they are today. My goal for this podcast is to create a safe space for all women to share their real, raw, and mostly unedited stories that will leave you empowered to live more authentically, openly, and freely. If you're looking to up-level your happiness, success, and fulfillment, then you've come to the right place. Look at this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development and mindset work to help you shift into your most uplifted self. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Lauren Foster, who is a certified life mastery consultant, primal health coach, masters of wisdom and meditation teacher, and dream builder coach. She founded Be Happy First in 2013 when she decided that her life's purpose was to help other women create lives that feel empowered, free, and abundant. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much, Randy, and I'm very happy to be here. Yes, it's a pleasure to be talking to you. So I love to start the conversation by you sharing a story from your past that got you into the work that you're doing today. Okay, well, that's a real easy one, sort of. Um, I would have been in sales my entire career all the way up until I was in my early 40s. And I had had really amazing successes. And those were always followed by spectacular failures. And, you know, looking back, it's real easy to see how I was sabotaging myself and not allowing myself to accept the abundance that was, you know, just right there at my door and how I wasn't able to grow into that new opportunity. But so in 2011, I was, had just 
completed one of those spectacular failures. I bought a day spa in an economy that couldn't support a day spa. That's, you know, a, a common thread is, you know, people are incredibly optimistic and incredibly unprepared all at the same time. And I, that's what I did. I bought a day spa in, in a bad economy and that failed and I was bankrupt. I was homeless. I was living with my sister and I just was just worn out. You know what I mean? I'm just like, ah, I failed to take care of the family members that I, you know, I have, there was a lot of substance abuse and addiction and enabling behavior in my family. And I, I, I was sort of the most successful, most grounded one of the family. And I felt it upon me to take care of everybody. And so I tried to do that. And, you know, there's a lot of ego in there too, Randy, is that I, I was a, a student of the law of attraction and, and had an understanding of how we have an impact on the universe. And so I thought I was making things happen and I could make things happen in the reality of other people. Um, wow. I, th- this got more <laughs> detailed than I meant it to be and is going on a little bit longer. No, I'll, I love I'll it. Try to speed it. Okay. Um, so in, in 2011, I was completely out of resources. I couldn't help anyone anymore. And I hadn't actually helped them as, you know, you can recognize with enabling behavior, it's, you, you don't really help. It's, it just doesn't help anybody. All it did was to bankrupt me and to leave me without any resources, without any energy and with very little hope. I just, I didn't even, I, you know, a friend came down to visit me and I'm like, I don't even want to go and get any kind of job. I don't, you know, if I earn any money, I'm just going to have to give it away. And I was just in this icky, bad spot. And I decided at that point that this, I mean, I couldn't just go on like this. I couldn't spend my whole life on my sister's couch. Um, so I decided to gather all of the studies that I had, all of the information that I had from, you know, I had been on Abraham Hicks cruises and read all kinds of books about positive psychology and the law of attraction. And I had accumulated all of these tools. I just hadn't really figured out how to fit them together and and get things to happen the way that I needed them to be. So I handed my family over to the universe and they have just as much access to the universe as me. (laughs) You know, the little arrogant girl thinking that I'm the only one talking to the universe at that time. So, um, but I'm like, you know, I don't have anything to help you with anyway. So I'm going to leave you to find your path and to find your way in this world with access to all of the resources that I do. And then I figured out what it was that I wanted. And I wanted a beautiful little house in a remote location with some land where my dogs could run and my cats could be free and I could have some solitude and some peace and, uh, you know, a place to reinvent and rediscover myself. And in order to have that, I needed to find work that was that I was qualified to do that would satisfy my soul at that time and to give me the freedom to be able to live where I wanted to. And so the the big step that I had to take at that point was to really tap into the understanding that whatever it was that I wanted was out there, that I could have that. And so I did. I created a vision of the work that I wanted and a vision of the place that I wanted to be. And almost instantly, I found, found the, the, 
career position as an independent contractor for in an advertising sales world, which is what I'm ideally qualified for. And when I figured out exactly what I wanted, no boss, no schedule, no, um, you know, limits or restrictions on my time, it turned out that the person that was looking for me wanted exactly the same thing. So it's always a win-win. And so that happened first. And then within three years, I had manifested this beautiful place in this beautiful life where I live now in the Appalachian Mountains. And I was sitting on my deck one day with my golden retriever at my feet and just about to burst from happiness and so much satisfaction and joy for the life that I've created. And then, of course, the question comes into your head, well, what next? And next to me was like, well, I want to help other people be able to do this faster. I I want people to not have to spend four decades figuring this out and falling on their faces. And you know, I want to create support and knowledge and training for people so that I can teach them to do this without all as much heartache as I had to go through for it. And so I dubbed myself a happiness coach, thinking that I invented that term <laughs> and um, created Be Happy First and, you know, created a Facebook page and created a website and just have gradually been growing and exploring and figuring out how that mission works since November of 2013. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm sure so many people can relate to that story. What were some of your biggest lessons from that period of your life where you were really struggling to like manifest for yourself and really create the life that you desired compared to where you are today? Because I'm sure so many people can relate to that. This kind of gets into a, a sort of a spiritual realm, Randy, in that um, the levels of awareness of the law of attraction, that the most of us are in a place that we don't understand that we have the power to create. We don't understand that we're creating our lives and we believe that we're victims. And so that's the to me. Life is happening to me. I've got nothing to say about it. All I can do is just respond and, and do the best I can. And then the next level is, uh, you know, we get a little education. We see the secret or, um, you know, get exposed to some other law of attraction message and begin to understand that our thoughts have power. And then we move to the by me sort of air awareness of the law of attraction where we think that we are making things happen by the power of our thoughts and we are and and that that is true but the bigger truth is that the next level is through me in that you know we are all thinking walking feeling conduits of energy and the universe can work through us with tremendous power and can make anything happen and when you when you look at the law of attraction in that way as a, this giant massive force that is allowed to throw flow through you and flow through your life and out into your life suddenly that is that is such a supported feeling that's a a place of creation where you are creating in tandem with the entire universe instead of creating with your little teeny tiny humanness that is only one little part of the giant whole of the universe. So that big lesson is that my power is all from 
coming from the universe and going through me and that my power to create as an individual is very small in comparison. I love that. That's one big lesson. Yeah, that that was long. I'm I'm long-winded today. No, Randy. I love it. I love <laughs> it and you know, you I love diving into this spiritual realm because I know that it's really integrating that with, you know, our being with the doing that really creates the life that we want. So, what would be some tips that you would have for people to really be able to connect to that power of creation that we all have? Oh, wow. You know, it it's it's kind of an understanding that, you know, a, a belief is just a thought that we have thought over and over and over again and to dislodge those beliefs and put new ones in takes takes, you know, attention. It takes paying attention to the the places that you're putting your attention and teaching your brain a new way of looking at things. And so one tip and the the free gift that I'm going to offer your listeners today is is an empowerment through journaling worksheet. And what what we recommend are four exercises in the morning that help you to tune into how you want that day to go and what kind of creator you want to be and how you want to show up and also to bolster your own confidence and your own self-esteem and reteach your brain, reteach yourself that you're worthy, that you are able, that you can do hard things and you can accomplish great things and that you're totally not alone in this universe. And so that that's my number one tip is to start your day on purpose. Each morning, take a little bit of time to decide what you want your future life to look like and what kind of person is living that life. And then live your day as if you're already there. You know, if you have an aspiration to have a successful business that is, you know, having a great impact on a lot of people, what does that woman do? What does she wear? What kind of expression does she have on her face? How does she feel? How is she treating people? And put yourself in the place of this person that has already accomplished what you're looking to accomplish. And the universe must bring you resources and people and ideas and all of the things that you need in order to manifest that in your reality so that you're already living into what you're creating. I love that. I absolutely believe in the power of intention and really getting clear on who it is that we want to become and then starting to act as if we're already there. So I absolutely love those tips. And so what would you say to somebody who maybe is trying that but is noticing that it's still not working? Like, how could you how what are some signs maybe that we're not really in alignment? Well, your your feelings. If you if you are truly lined up with your source and with who you are, you, you're going to feel good. And if you are feeling crappy and angry and shameful and in you know critical and seeing fault, finding fault with everything, you're clearly not in alignment with your highest self because your highest self is looking for the good. And so you can always tell what you're giving your attention to by how you feel. Your feelings are your first manifestation of your thought. And so then change your gaze. If if you find that you can tell what you're thinking by what you're manifesting. And so if you're manifesting people being angry at you and hard to get along with, turn turn the mirror back around at yourself and figure out if that's what you're looking for. And the things that you teach yourself to look around for are the things that will show up in your life. And you just have to keep practicing. You can't, it's not like you can flip a switch and go, oh, 
today I'm now I'm a positive person. I'm not negative anymore. I don't complain anymore. I don't find fault anymore. I don't say disempowering words anymore. It's it's a practice. It's something that you get better and better at every day. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder because I think it's so important for people to understand that this is a process and it is a practice. And it's, you know, often we're undoing years and years of conditioning and, you know, even generations of conditioning that we have to overcome in order to be able to really start to manifest the life of our dreams. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, and that's exactly right. But I I would also like to add, Randy, that there's a biological primal tendency to look for the negative because as we were evolving over the last 500,000 years, we were in a very harsh environment and it was necessary for our survival to be looking around for things to be afraid of, looking around for things that were threatening our very lives. And so your brain is trained to go, oh, is that going to hurt me? Oh, is that going to hurt me? And to also perceive change as danger. Your, your primal brain doesn't care if you're happy or rich or beautiful. It just wants you to survive. And so when we start to try to make big changes in our lives, our own brains can work against us and say, no, 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 no. We're we're ha- we're safe here in the status quo. Don't go getting all healthy and fit. Don't go getting all rich. We don't, we don't know about that. So get, you know, that that's we have to learn to go, you know what, primal brain, it's okay. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. And learn a new way of thinking that we're biologically programmed not to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's so helpful because I think we really have to release that judgment around when we start to think these things and feel these ways. It's like, it's not us. And being able to release that and really be objective and look and say, okay, release the judgment from, you know, that I'm not manifesting what I want, that I'm having these negative thoughts that, you know, these things, these fears keep on coming up, but then being able to objectively look and say, okay, how can I start to shift them and change them? Exactly. And what can I look at? So, you know, if you, if you break your arm, you have a broken arm. The rest of your body is working perfectly. If there's one little thing that goes, that's going, or even one big thing in your life that's not going as you want it to go. That still leaves all the rest of your life that probably is to varying degrees going wonderful. And so even if we can just go, you know what? I'm not going to think about the money right now. I'm going to think about my beautiful grandchild. I'm going to think about things that make me smile. I'm going to think about how fit and strong I feel. I'm going to think about anything that feels amazing. And then when I'm in that great frame of mind, go, okay, what are the positive steps I can make in the direction of my abundance, of my success, of my prosperity. And so many times we, we, we get bogged down in the idea that, oh, well, things are just supposed to come to me. And that's not really how the law of attraction works. We have to do our part. We have to take inspired action and be open and aware for opportunities and ideas that come along and engage with those. The universe mostly uses other people to help us. And if we are disconnected from the world and from other people at large, you know, UPS is not going to drop your dream lover on your front porch. It's, you've got to be out there and, and where your dream lover might be so that, you know, you, you have to do your part to help the universe along. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Because I think sometimes people, especially if you've just seen The Secret, you think that all you need to do is say, okay, this is what I want. And then the universe will bring it to you. But you really have to take that inspired action. So can you talk about how you balance that doing with actually being and, and getting the clarity before you actually take the action and how those work together? Hey, gorgeous souls. I just want to take a quick break to let you know about something incredible that I have coming up on May 15th through 19th. So much of what we have been taught is how to embody masculine energy. Masculine energy is analytical, impatient, assertive, and logical. It's all about doing. Feminine energy, on the other hand, is about being. It's the energy of receiving, flow, intuition, and community. We all have access to both energies. However, the majority of people are living solely from their masculine energy. This is because as a society, we seem to value the masculine traits of doing rather than the feminine traits of being. We have not been taught how to incorporate our divine feminine energy into our life and business. Always being in our masculine is what typically causes overwhelm and burnout. But there's a better way. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you at my five-day retreat on May 15th through 19th, how to embody the high priestess so you can create more ease, flow, and abundance in your life and business. By the end of this five-day retreat, you will be more connected with your feminine energy Learn how to identify before you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. Step into your highest self. Embody the energy of the high priestess. Create lifelong soul connections with other women. And learn to show up as your fullest, most embodied self. This retreat is for any woman who's feeling overwhelmed or burnt out in her life or business and is ready to lead from a place of ease and flow. This is for any woman who feels like she's not showing up fully in her life. Maybe you're feeling the pressure to try and live up to others' expectations or to try to change yourself in order to be accepted by others. This retreat will completely transform your relationship with yourself. By the end of the retreat, you will leave more fully embodied and ready to fully step into your purpose and power so you can create the impact you desire. This is an all-inclusive retreat, meaning all transportation, farm-to-table meals, transformational workshops, a professional photo shoot, guided meditations, and other heart-led rituals are included in the investment. Right now, we are in the early enrollment phase, which means that you can get the lowest price plus the most extended payment plan options available if you sign up before February 15th. Plus, if you sign up during early enrollment, you will receive over $1,200 in bonuses for free. This is an exclusive retreat limited to 11 women, and there are only six spots left. I am committed to every woman walking away with massive results, which is why everyone will have to be interviewed to determine if this retreat is a good fit. So to schedule your consultation or to learn more, go to the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to connect with you. Now let's get back into the episode. Yeah. And you know, I want to, this is a good opportunity to recommend a book. It's called Ask and It Is Given by Abraham Hicks. And they have a whole, 
enormous section on, in fact, half the book is on different processes that you can use to, their games really, to help you be more masterful of the things that you're thinking about and to talk yourself into being in a better mood or in a higher vibration. And so there are a lot of those that I love and that they they talk a lot about the emotional guidance scale. Your emotions are like an internal GPS. And if if you are dreading something and it's making you sick to your stomach and you would rather cut off a limb than go and do it, that is not something that you should be doing. It's not, you know, you have to find a way to either not do it or find a way to be okay with it. Now, I, I get that sometimes people are in jobs that they don't necessarily love or they're, they're in, you know, a place that they don't necessarily love. And the idea, and, and I know that you can't just go up, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to go do something else. There, there's not always that freedom, but you can look at your day, look at your work, find things about what you are doing to feel grateful about, to to even have fun with and find a way to make it as pleasant for yourself as possible. And then watch for the ideas that are going to come along that are going to spark you that you're going to go, oh, huh, that would be so much fun. I, w- I would be really good at that. I want to give that a try. And so you're in eager anticipation of all the things that you're dreaming of, but you're absolutely in love with your life at the moment at the same time. And you know by how you feel. I love that. It's really sounds like it's shifting your perspective to see the positive and what you can be grateful for in each moment. And I can definitely relate to that when I was working, when I was still working my corporate nine to five job and I was trying to get my business off the ground. For a while, I really resented the fact that I couldn't just quit my corporate job and go all in on my business. And I really had to shift my perspective to say, okay, let's look at this job as a way that's investing in me starting my business, that's actually helping me and giving me the funds to, you know, hire a business coach and learn all these new things that maybe I wouldn't be able to if I didn't have that job. So, you know, that really enabled me to bring a lot more joy in that moment that was still very challenging for me. And previously, I was just dreading going to work. And it was able, I was able to get myself out of that space And I think that's what allowed me to actually build my business and grow my business to the point that I was able to leave that nine to five job, where if I had kept that negative perspective, I don't know if I ever would have gotten to that point. Exactly. That's exactly right. That that the best way to get an awesome new job or an awesome new career is to really love the one you have. The best way to get a new car is to love the new car you have. It's, you know, be, being grateful for what's in this moment and appreciative is a better word than grateful. Grateful, you know, nobody gave me my car. I earned the money I bought my car. So a feeling of grateful feels kind of I don't know. It, it's I'm, I'm splitting hairs here, but I'm very, very appreciative of things. I'm admiring of things. I'm I enjoy things. I really take the time to see the beauty and the uniqueness in anything that I choose to look at, and really being grateful that I have that choice to turn my gaze to whatever it is that I want to turn it to, like you did. Like, you know, instead of looking at how much I resent the time I'm spending at my nine to five, let me look at what 
amazing benefits I'm getting from this because it's allowing me to capitalize the business that I love. And this nine to five is funding my future freedom. And I love that. And I love that job for that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think for me, a lot of it has been to tap into the abundance has been changing my mindset around money. So I would love to know if you have any tips around that or like your own story of shifting your money mindset that has allowed you to attract the abundance that you have today. Yeah. And money and your body are two of the most difficult patterns to change because we've heard so many, we do have generational patterns about how much money we can make and how much money is a lot of money. And again, it's a matter of readjusting your set point as to what's a lot of money. So I I was talking to you about all of the successes and failures throughout my career. And, you know, I would get like giant raises and big jobs and, but without having done the work to know what kind of vessel earns that kind of money or manages that kind of money, I I couldn't adapt to that. Just like lottery winners will almost always go back to whatever their previous financial set point was. They'll manage to make poor investments or give it away or spend it poorly, but they will they will figure out a way to get back to where their brain is comfortable. So in your morning affirmations and in your vision. So we we teach about creating a written vision that is depending on what kind of work we're doing together, we'll do six or 12 or 18 months or sometimes even a long-term vision. But if your vision is of prosperity, say how much. Say that I I am so happy and grateful now that my business is earning uh, $200,000 a quarter and I'm doing blah, 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 blah. And when you read that vision every single morning, $200,000 starts a quarter starts to sound like a very doable thing. It starts to sound normal once you have looked at it every single day for a little bit of time. And that's how you change any pattern. Like, oh, I'm a magnificent money manager and I easily manage whatever number I just said, $200,000 a quarter. So $600,000 a year. Next year, it's going to be 1.2 million because I can easily double the, the stories that you tell yourself. And at first it feels like a lie. But as you get used to it, your subconscious will say, okay, all right, I get what we're doing. And you begin to raise your financial set point and allow yourself to be the type of person that can accept more prosperity. And, you know, the the secret and the law of attraction, all the, the teachers, they do have it right. When you ask, the universe does deliver it, but you have to be in vibrational alignment with it. And that's where the work comes in. It's not waiting for the universe to find you worthy or waiting for the universe to, you know, answer whatever it was that you asked for. It's about waiting for you to get lined up and being the person that is able to accept the things that you've asked the universe for. I love that. I think that's so powerful because it really is starting to shift those beliefs. And I love the daily affirmations. Do you have some affirmations that you do on a daily basis that are like your go-to or are they always changing depending on what it is that you're trying to call into your life? 
Well, I always use I am statements, Randy, as my affirmation statements in the morning. And my current focus has been on building my business. And so I say I am an amazing and helpful and useful teacher. I'm compassionate and patient and understanding. And so I I talk about in my affirmations, the qualities that I want to be better at every day. So that that's what mine are. But we also have pages and pages of affirmations that, you know, I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm agile, I'm wealthy, I'm prosperous, I'm worthy. You know, that they I love affirmations. They make me smile. <laughs> yes, I love it too. Yeah, (laughs) we've created a lot of affirmations. We've got a whole page full that are just pictures and quotes and anything that helps to make you smile and, and get you into a place that you're feeling good, then you're going to attract things that feel like that, that match that vibration. Yeah. So what are some of your other daily practices that help you get in that state of joy and bliss? Well, you know, I love meditation. I'm certified as a meditation teacher by David G., which is one word, D-A-V-I-D-J-I. And he has massive resources. You know, I'm I'm still developing my meditation sources. So until I am... Uh, until I have guided meditations to offer in abundance, I always send people to him because he's just an amazing teacher. But meditation helps you to be better at all of the other things that we're teaching. So when I say, you know, choose a different thought, if the practice of meditation helps you to be better at going, okay, what's going on in my mind and my heart and my soul right now? How can I step back and and choose a different thought, choose a different perspective. And so meditation strengthens that. And it just feels like you're starting your day on purpose and you're sending a signal to your rabbit brain that it doesn't get to be the boss of you, that your eternal divine self that knows everything gets to be the boss of things. So I love meditation. I have recently gotten into Qigong which is like a if you're are you familiar with qigong it's like uh, a it's like meditating with your body oh. it's it's very interesting they're they're like very gentle stretches and connecting with your breath and the very act of smiling it releases dopamine in your brain and causes wonderful energy shifts in your body so i'm always exploring things like that in the mornings of course i journal and i do the the things that we teach, we teach, we teach you to choose a magic orchid for the day. The, and your magic orchid is, is a thought that always makes you smile. In my particular case, this is an amazing exercise for me because in my life right now, there's so much that I love. There's so many things going on that just make me so very, very happy that the, uh, that the act of sifting through those to choose one is just fills me with joy and gratitude. I'm like, oh, I'm so lucky that I have all of these things to choose from. And if you are in a place where you're struggling and you're depressed, the very act of taking the time to focus on searching out what is good, searching out something that will make you smile is an exercise in looking for those things. So doing that every day is retraining your brain to look for positive things. So the Daily Magic Orchid, the I Am Statements, meditation, and then reviewing my journal every day, or not my journal, my vision 
every day, which I write in my journal. <laughs> and, you know, reminding myself of where I'm going, reminding myself of the future that I'm creating. And I love that. Coffee in the morning, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that this is going to be really helpful for so many people. So before my last question, is there anything that you wish I would have asked you or a final message you want to leave with my audience? Hmm. Wow. No, I mean, I, I I love the work that you're doing in the world, Randy, and it feels like you are really helping people to understand that they have choices and options in life and you get to create your life the way you want it. You don't have to, you don't have to live your life the way anybody else says. And that and you have the power to do that. So I'm I'm very happy that you had me on your show. I'm I'm very pleased to have met you. Oh, it's been my pleasure. This has been so helpful, I know, for me as well as everyone who's going to listen to this episode. So thank you so much. And my final question is related to taking action because I really believe that taking inspired action is what helps create the life that we desire. So what would be three action steps that somebody could take today to live a more uplifted life? Well, that you're going to share the link with them about the empowerment through journal, empowerment through journaling worksheet. It's a worksheet that explains all the things that I just talked about, plus a, an evening self-esteem ritual where you give yourself wins. I would spend 10 minutes with those processes every single day. That's one. Can that, I mean, that, can that just be one or does that have to be five since there's five? (laughs) Yeah, no, that can absolutely be one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll make sure to post those links in the show notes. That's one step that you can take no matter what. And the other thing that I would always recommend is is to pick the biggest thing that you are dreaming about. Maybe it's a maybe it's a house. Maybe it is a lover. Maybe it is a um a successful business. Whatever your big dream is, pretend go out and do what you would do if you already had that or if the the next step. So if it's a house, go look at houses. Go look at houses that are, you know, more than you can afford at the, that you think that you can afford. Put yourself in a different mindset by physically placing your body somewhere. Go drive a new car if that's what you're looking at. Go and visit a business that is similar to the one that you want to build and maybe even make a friend there. Those are action steps. And then that's going to be my third action step is to make a list of everyone that you know, everyone that pops into your head and ask yourself how you and those people fit together and how you can be of service to them and how they might be of service and support to you. We are all influencing each other way more than we know. And if we have a look at the people that are connected to us, we can get insight into some of the behaviors that we're doing that we don't necessarily know why we do them. But if you look at what, look at the people around you, you'll go, oh, that's why I do that because everybody that I've ever known in my whole entire life does that. And, And then maybe even make some changes and learn some things about yourself, but kind of zero in on some important connections and get yourself out of isolation. A lot of us are walking through life surrounded by people, but still feeling all alone. Convince yourself through action that you, you're not alone, that you have support, you have connections. I love those tips. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited to download your guides as well. I think that's going to be so much fun to implement those. And before we go, where can everybody find you and learn more about you and connect with you? 
Okay, the the best place at the moment that has the most up to date information is on Facebook at Be Happy First, and we also have a Facebook group called Be Happy First Together that we invite your listeners to join. You can always go to behappyfirst.org and there's lots and lots of information there as well, but some of the some of the information there is under construction and and sort of being moved to a new location, so that's not the most current, but those will give you links to other places. Awesome. Thanks so much and I'll make sure to include all of those links in the show notes so everyone can connect with you and just be a part of your incredible energy. So thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom so freely with my listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Randy. It was truly my pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one. If this episode really resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you screenshot and share it with your friends and family or share it on your Instagram story. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps me spread the message and get the podcast heard by more people. For more self-love and powerlifting inspiration, come follow me on Instagram or join my private Facebook group, Self Love School. The links are in the show notes. And until next time, stay uplifted.